<laughs> yeah, he keeps changing his shoes he, to pay the boatman in case he dies. You know, it's an case, old gambler thing. Pay the boatman. <laughs> He's not tall enough to ride the boat ride after you die. Like, Welcome back to your Hatch and Bar, your home for paranormal, supernatural, extraterrestrial, and sometimes true crime content. I'm Summer. Across from me is Shane. Hey, oh. Next time is Brian. Hello. And across from him is Cody. Hello, Shane. You have kept us in the dark on this one. What are we doing? Sure did, Cody. So today, it's not going to be paranormal, extraterrestrial. It's not going to be anything but true crime space. We're going to be doing another true crime case today. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Insert haunting noises here. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, usually that's, I mean, we've been leaning hard on the supernatural lately, so I think we're, I think we're due. We right? have been. I think the last true crime we did was the uh, Lululemon. I believe it was, yep. yeah. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was received really well, so we're going to try it again. We don't like to do just any true crime case because it's got to be something something different. It's got to be something that kind of puts this aside from others. So something today, weird, something wacky. Yeah, something crazy's got to happen. So today, today, we're going to Charleston, West Virginia. Virginia, July 18th, 2015. Oh, sounds beautiful. We're going all the way back to January 6th, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but 2015, we're just taking a tour. Nothing yeah. happens. We are going to meet Heather Soul. Well, you said this was 2015? Yeah, 2015. Oh, very recent. recent. Okay. Yes, fairly recent on this one. We're going to meet Heather Saul, who is planning out her work day by making an ad for sex work on Backpage. You know, oh, yeah, as one does. On a Wednesday. Shit Backpage. happens. Backpage.com. Right. I'm not sure if it was a Wednesday. I didn't check the date. Do you guys remember Backpage? Yeah. It was yeah. the Craigslist after Craigslist got shut down, right? Yeah, and, and I, I was on it this morning. I was like, I was so curious. Is that a, is that a thing still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Backpage.com. It's still, you can find escorts there. Um, You can sponsor Hatch and Bar podcast if you like. Um, <laughs> Backspace.com or Backpages.com is, was, Backspace.com is a different thing, I think. I, think, I don't know what that is, but yeah. I like it. You imagine our HelloFresh Backpage.com commercial? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Find we, the freshest back, Backpage hookers. Or, yeah, if we're offering promo codes for yeah. Backpage uh, for the hookers. Anything helps. It's 20% guys. off with Elizabeth. Promo, promo, promo code Hatch and Bar for 50% yeah, off your escort. Hatch and Bar 50. <laughs> I love the idea of a discount on your escort. <laughs> If you don't know, it's basically Craigslist for escorts and sex workers. It's a space where you can make an advertisement and other people can look at your advertisements and try to set up time with you to buy your sex work. You can have sex and buy a lawnmower. Yes, it's an amazing space. Is there feet-related things on there? Because I feel yes. like that's the only thing I could do. <laughs> Absolutely there is. There's got to be. Um, for What I could see, for about 100 bucks, you can do whatever the fuck you want with somebody. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So early that morning, she started getting calls for an appointment. Uh, they worked together to try to set up a time to meet, but the caller was on the road, and for some reason, he kept calling back like every 10 minutes for directions. It's 2015. Why aren't we using a phone? That's what I'm thinking. This GPS, he's not MapQuesting, so... But what kind of phone does he have? I guess we don't know either. So. We do. He has a track phone. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. okay. That's why. He's going to need yeah. those directions. Yeah, for sure. It's a he's, flip phone He's track got phone. hooker money, but he doesn't have phone money. Well, he uses the hooker <laughs> phone, maybe. <laughs> You don't like it? <laughs> Just the one. The dedicated Ring, phone. ring. <laughs> At least you know who it is. Well, Heather, she's kind of getting upset with this. She's She feels like he's maybe messing with her. She's getting a bad feeling about it. And she's out ready to call the appointment out. Just off. Just, no, don't show up. Mm-hmm. Because hours go by. I've never done sex work before, nor have I purchased it. But the, the caller, he also wants to know if people are going to be there. What? I feel like that might be a common question though, because like he meet up like who's gonna be there? Yeah, because it's you're probably he's probably afraid of getting robbed, or maybe he's trying to hide something. I mean, yeah, because when you're gonna rob someone, you say, "Oh yeah, I have robbers with me." Well, yeah, it's like asking <laughs> it's like them asking if you're a cop. You yeah. have to tell them, right? Yeah, it's like just just my kids, the only ones that are gonna be here. 
<laughs> well, that's that's the thing that makes sense to me because I'm I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, do I do I gotta step over kids? Do I gotta, you know what I mean? Are yeah. they gonna watch? I mean, yeah, is there gonna be some weird guy there? Extra. Is your husband there? What if, is the if situation? your husband will watch? Does that cost more? If that's not what I want, or is he going in half? Yeah. yeah. I think those are okay questions to ask, but she's just not feeling right about it. Mm-hmm. And then think about her perspective. I think it's kind of kosher maybe to have somebody there. And the sex works as old as time, and they've you know you got people that protect the the sex workers. So mm-hmm. I know all that kind of makes sense to me, but she's getting turned off by it. So Heather's neighborhood where we're going into kind of reminds me of downtown Flint. Uh, we got a bunch of houses that are kind of split up into apartments. She does live off Sixth Street, which is near Charleston, so she's near downtown Charleston. Being the capital of West Virginia has a huge population, and there's all types of everything everywhere. So we're not like in some rural place mm-hmm. or some some trailer park. We're actually like kind of like downtown in a big city. Well, I, 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 we're I, such a huge city. No, but you're right because it makes sense because everything that happens after he arrives here and then once things start to transpire, it's really good to know where she's at because they're not like in the woods. It's not like nobody's going to hear you scream and come to help. He's like, it kind of shows a definitely dis- disregard for what's going on. It's like in a neighborhood you grew up, there's houses right there. Yeah, there's you can see everywhere. it from her front from her front door. It's like a stone's throw. The neighbor's house is there. The houses are really close together. And they're just train. a bunch of duplexes, so yeah, someone else might live there, like above her or next to her or whatever. Yeah. And they're all they, the whole the homes the homes look older. I don't have the exact date on them, so I'm assuming that they're probably you can hear a lot going on around. Uh, them those too. homes on that yeah. in that area, that whole East Coast area, those are old, old, yeah. old, not country, old cities. They so, look old. So, yeah. so, <clears throat> so I saw pictures of her house, and it just think low income single mm-hmm. mom type. Like we got a sheet in the window. You know, like, you got your TV, DVDs, and, yes. you know, smoking cigarettes, cooking that macaroni and hot dogs. And not to be disrespectful for. To her, but to be honest with you, it looks like a lived-in house. It looks like a house like I live in with my kids right now. Mm-hmm. Although she doesn't have kids, she does have a dog named Fancy. Ooh, a Reba fan. Oh, West Virginia, I guess that tracks. <laughs> my, uh, my, my, my brain goes exactly right there, too. Yeah. And Fancy was uh, her name, right? It was. Yes. That's sad, though. Fancy was an escort, too. Yep. God damn it. It's all full circle. When Fancy goes potty, Heather has a rake, and she uses this rake to clean up Fancy's poop. Okay? And it kind of hangs out by the door. Shit rake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got a shit rake. <laughs> just, she just like just rake it into a pile and leave it? Uh, you know, I think if you have a rake, you probably have a bag. But may, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I know that she has a rake just for shit. If you had a rake just for poop, I have a feeling you're letting it pile up for a while before you pick it up. At least a week. Perhaps. We did note, we did note the older homes in the West Virginia, yeah, yeah. right? Well, fancy <laughs> sounds like it might be a smaller dog, so it might not be as bad. I could not find a picture of Fancy anywhere. Mm. I don't. I can. I can only picture Fancy being like a small, like Yorkie. You would think. Dog. Yeah, not a yeah. not a rot, right? That is not a mm-hmm. fancy name. What I haven't let on yet is that Heather is actually not alone. This is around two p.m., so this is early in the day. This guy is coming over at two p.m. He's coming. Yeah, he's, he's been con- daytime yeah. escort. He's been in contact with her for hours. She so, must be so gorgeous like, if she's a daytime road. daytime escort. She is very pretty. Yeah, but she has a few friends hanging around. She has uh, her friend Lisa who. I really don't know what her role is or what if it's common to have a friend in the house when you're doing something they like this. They didn't say a lot, and I don't want to speculate about what she was into or what they were into, but it feels like there might have been drugs involved in some of this. <clears throat> so it, like that would explain why there's more people around, too, and what, what that girl was doing there, because it doesn't say she was an escort or anything. She was just there. It doesn't say she lived there. I don't think that's an unfair assumption because I mean I, I kind of grew up in the drug house thing. Yeah, and that most seems people most similar. people doing that are serve in the service of something. She didn't have kids, so what was the money for? You know. So. Well, she needed money. I yeah. know that's why she was doing it. I've uh, yeah. I... <laughs> for fun. She does it for the yeah. sports. Well, because Fancy likes it. You know, yeah. it's not about me. It's about Fancy. Fancy just likes to watch, so she does it. <laughs> she likes to meet people. 
Yeah. Well, not not only Lisa's there, but also her friend Harley, who he is commonly there to basically play that role of just in case the shit hits the fan, can you know help get rid of the client. So he, Harley's there as a muscle, right? Yeah, he sits out in the front porch while they do their thing. Like, yeah, that's pretty common. That's their that's their situation. So quite a few hours pass. Neil, the client, it's and we're about three p.m. right now. Neil, the client, they don't know when he's coming. He might be coming soon. How far is this guy driving for? He's a in hooker? Charleston. That's the thing. She doesn't know, so it's like he's driving around and he can't find the place. Is kind of what it sounds like from his perspective. It's kind of fishy, right? It's kind of weird. But why yeah. wouldn't he be there? It almost sounds like he's trying to either. Like he might cancel or bail, I think is where her head is. She's not sure if he's going to cancel or bail, but he's he's, he's Neil's working for something. He's doing, yeah, he feels like he's backing up for something. Yeah. So right around three o'clock, we got Harley watching Fancy run out the front door and go down the street. Bad dog. Harley takes it upon himself to go get the dog. Bad Harley. And around the same time, Lisa she decides she wants to go to Save a Lot and grab some pop. They call it pop in West Virginia. Yeah, they call it soda. I, soda. Okay. I the the actually interview said soda. Uh, but <laughs> I wrote down pop. We're big on the facts here, man. <laughs> so while Heather's two friends had left the apartment, a gold Subaru pulls into the driveway. Nice. No, that's the red flag. It's the yeah. Subaru. Yeah. Well, the fact yeah. that it's gold. Yeah. Uh, the man on the phone, his name is Neil. No. Oh. So Neil gets out of the gold Subaru. Heather takes a look at him and she notices that he's he's stocky. He's short, short for a man. She also noticed that he's wearing very tight clothing, all black. <laughs> Everything's kind of tucked in. So he just looks like a man in a sausage costume. <laughs> Is that what you're picturing? I like that he's a little stocky. I was picturing like a burglar. But <laughs> I was picturing like a burglar, but the clothes are so tight, and he's a little chunky, so he's got muffin top. So he's like the hamburger. Yeah, That's yeah. even better. Okay. Oh, you could see the muffin top hanging over those tight black pants. He's got the mask yeah. on. He's yeah. got like a... like. I can't with leggings on. He's got leggings like a tight black shirt on. Like yeah, he's got jeggings on. So, oh. yeah, so, so they don't. Bulge. Oh yeah, I oh, stuffed that. Well, she kind of backs up from the door, goes into the house. He peeks his head in the door and looks around. Obviously, probably to see if there's anyone else there. He <laughs> starts walking. <laughs> like embarrassed of his clothes. Doesn't <laughs> anybody see him? He walk. He he's walk. wearing all black in the middle of the day, <laughs> three p.m. Daytime. So he can sneak around. He's sneaky for the shadows, you know. And it is July, West Virginia. You're right. It is hot. It's hot for that outfit. Well, he he goes in the house and he's looking around and he's looking in, through the apartment. He's looking in the bedrooms, trying to see if there's just them. Once he felt comfortable, he walks over to Heather and sticks a gun into her side and says the words, "Live or die." Which totally normal, right? Yeah. Once you check somebody's yeah. house out, little tour, pull a gun on them. Right. This is the role play part of it. She right. didn't know that she put that in the ad. But it was real, and there's this gun sticking in her side, this strange man standing in the kitchen that she was been talking to all day on the phone. You told me that we could do anything for $100. This is what I want to do. So standing in the kitchen, he clamps down on her throat with one hand and starts to choke her. So a second ago, he's just standing in the kitchen. Now he has a grip on her throat. She's this hard, and she's been in a lot of abusive relationships. She's been down that road. Mm -hmm. He said, this guy wants her life. But in her head, she notices that he had a gun, and the gun's in her side. If he wanted to kill her, why wouldn't he just shoot her? Mm -hmm. So she fights back. And although he is strong and seemed like it wasn't the first time he strangled somebody, it seems like he's a professional strangler, she pushed him. A professional <laughs> strangler? It's, you can also find that on Backpage. <laughs> I heard they're going to put it in the Olympics. <laughs> professional just, It choked a man out in 2.3 <laughs> seconds. That's a world record, guys. Next, he's going to choke out a pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> she pushed him back and created some space, but he just latched onto her neck. Could not, would not let go. Like a, he is on her. With what breath she could muster, she used it to scream. She scratched at his eyes. She ripped any flesh she could. She hit and scraped and tried to get away. 
Any inch she could get from him, he would just get it back. He put her to the floor, and he stood on her back. He is telling her, now get up and don't say nothing else, while choking her. And all the while, she is begging him for a breath she could barely breathe. I am picturing him, like, standing on her like she's a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just, like, just on her back. back. Just on her back. Like, stand up. Do a push-up. Don't say nothing. He finally tells her, I am going to prison for a long time. Oh, God. It can be for rape, or it could be for murder. It's up to you. So what that, a, not a typical a encounter, right? What a guy. Yeah, he's very forward. He knows what he wants, right? So he just What a cool guy. He's like, well, I'm going to get caught, but I need to do this. Pretty I'm going to do something. Pretty much. Okay. They scrambled into the kitchen, where in the corner of Heather's eye, she sees a hand rake. The hand rake. Is it the poop rake? It's the old shit rake. Oh, it's the, the shit rake. Oh, my rake. God. Shining in the, get... like a ray of sun hits the shit rake and glimmers off of it. He's going to get pink eye. Yeah, that was my immediate thought. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna give him pink eye, man. Well, that's actually this is the genesis of Heather. She's becomes the pink eye killer. She oh. Kills a lot of people with this rake. She grabs for the rake with a free hand. Neil uses the kitchen table for leverage to lunge at the rake to get it from her. He takes the rake from her with his other hand. He takes the rake from her with one hand and then uses the other arm to drag Heather by her neck. He still has not let go of her. Where's the gun? So at this point, yes, exactly. So he's got her with one hand. He's got her hand on her neck. And so he's, she's hitting him with his rake. He reaches. He puts the gun down and reaches out and grabs the rake. And at this point, and they're not sure because it, I think she might have planned it, or at least it was in her head that it might have happened. She's hitting him with the rake that he was going to have to answer somehow. He's either going to have to let her throat go or put the gun down. She probably didn't even expect him to put the gun down, but he did. Heather noticed he fucked up. Yep. So Heather reaches for the gun that he sat down on the table. The semi-automatic Ruger. And over her shoulder... She lets that motherfucker go. And you could hear in his head, fuck. Because <laughs> he knew he fucked up. So she describes the moment of like grabbing the gun. He's right behind her, grabbing on her. And she just looks, reaches over her shoulder, shoots the gun. Deafens herself, but kills him. Yes, she, she does say that. She says she couldn't hear for days. Mm -hmm. She let the gun go. The bullet shot right through his head. It was an amazing shot. One bullet right to the dome. Dead. Damn. Done. She watched him spill backwards, slump backwards. She watched the blood come from his body. She watched him get hung up by his belt on the door. It's kind of a funny picture because the way he's dangling. It's one of my favorite. Like just because of who he is, it's funny because well, that, like fuck you and you got exactly what you deserve. Those pants were so tight he had the belt on, but the belt was loose. Oh my god! <laughs> I like to be you know they were yeah. they must have been like Levi's because they they didn't break. It got that belt loop got hooked and it's, he just hung there. He West Virginia, there. July eighteenth, all black, tight outfit. Belt gets caught. He's hanging there. I'm just like picturing sweat running down his leg, just dripping out from his foot with not blood, <laughs> sweat, <laughs> just sweat. Because <laughs> that was just, before. It's just all trapped in there. So Ugh. this interaction Ugh. was pretty quick, yes. right? Yeah, it well, sounds yeah. like it happened in a matter of like minutes. Yeah. You imagine being her, like, what in the fuck is happening? Especially because she just had two other people at her house, and then random circumstances they left. Which I don't even know if Neil was in the area waiting for that to happen. They don't really know or confirm that. But it was magical that he showed up right after everybody left. As soon as, yeah, they, so we have a small window. Like Lisa literally just walked down the street to get a pop. He could have been patrolling and like noticed That's that people left. What I kind of thought about because then once the Harley guy leaves the porch, it's like almost right after that. Right now, Neil's here. All of a sudden, he couldn't find the house, but he found it. I never thought I would say that I have a favorite death photo. But I love how he's just pathetically laying yeah. there from his belt. He looks like a fucking like an '80s prank, like he got a wedgie or something. Mm -hmm. He's just dead. And it, once you went, because I saw this, I saw the picture first before I read the story, and it was I was like, oh, that's kind of gruesome. But no, it's yeah, he deserved it. Good, good job. That's actually an easy way out for old Neil. Like any person would. Heather gets the fuck out of that house. <laughs> She's freaking out, losing her mind. What just happened? Lisa, who was coming back from the store, 
She hears a gunshot, and she runs to Heather. Heather's like, call the police. I just killed that dude that was on the phone. He's dead in the kitchen. Lisa said, I can't do that. I got to go. She's like, I got warrants. <laughs> I want to point out that when he came in the house, he said, I'm either going to prison for a long time for A, rape, B, murder, but there was always a secret option. C, door yeah. number three. And he's, was, he's currently hey. in by your belt loop, <laughs> hanging on door number Embarrassingly, three. Embarrassingly, in that outfit. In that outfit, got B with a shit rig, shot in the face. Man, every day you got to wake up and you got to choose an outfit that you know, like, I could potentially die in this. And, I like and how, he picked that outfit. I like how Lisa was like, was like I got warrants, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're safe. Good luck. I wonder if she left the pop. Did Lisa take that with There's her? just a moon mist on the, on the <laughs> floor. I was like a 12 pack of Shasta, just in the, somewhere on the side of the road, abandoned. So poor Heather, at this point, her friend's running down the street. She is now going to neighbors, looking for help. Somebody called the police. Mm-hmm. She's in a, you know, a world of, probably a feeling I, I hope I never feel with the adrenaline. You and can what hear her voice in the police phone call, because it's the yes. neighbor talking, but you can hear her in the background describing everything that happened. She's just so shooken up. And like, you can tell she's afraid she might go to prison, too, because that's her big fear. It's like, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. It's kind of it's kind of haunting because you can hear hear her say that like you, she realizes she might have fucked up and yeah. killed somebody. I mean, with the no. way he was choking her, well, she but had she's to also have bruises she's, and stuff. She did because like the lady on the phone starts describing the choke marks on her. She's got scratches all over and stuff. And, but you know, she knows she's an escort that a guy just died in her house. So it's like alleged escort in West Virginia. Uh, well, if was... anything, they had all the texts and stuff and information between them. So. They will soon find out that, uh, well, investigators and, and, and medical professionals will find out that she has a broke vertebrae. Yeah. She has a wow. disco- dislocated shoulder. She got real fucked up. She got she got fucked up. Wow. Because he was not tossing her around. As, not as bad as him, though. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, which he also, because he just got the one shot and done, because he must have done a lot of tossing her around to get her that beat up that quick, you know? When police arrive, they find Neil Falls, that's his name, Neil Falls, Slumped back, leaning on that door with a gunshot to his that head. That is a good name, right? <laughs> yeah. The gunshot but it's spelled to his head. weird. It's N E A L. I like that. That's bad, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was fucked from from birth. Just for time perspective, Neil was declared dead by the police at three fifty nine p.m. So they were there within an hour. They were there. Yeah. Within so the hour. cops were there to declare it. So so, so not like Flint. And uh, not like Flint <laughs> at all. <laughs> And she would note that. She would say that, you know... The she notes that it's not like Flint at all. <laughs> my, my parents, the people that lived across the street from them years ago, the mother of the couple that lived there drove on the lawn and hit the guy with a car hmm. on the lawn. My mom called the cops. They showed up three days later and said, where are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was three fucking days ago. <laughs> Oh, it's like a Disney movie. <laughs> Where is she? He's like, she, I don't know. <laughs> a whole other list of shit has happened since yeah. then. Like, that's low on the priority list now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. But uh, she would say that police don't really come around there, mm-hmm. similar to Flint, right? And she said, but within four minutes, there was 28 people that responded. Like, the whole motherfucking force showed up. Yeah. And instead of, they hear her story, and they want to question her immediately. hmm Okay, and she is shaken. She's beat up. She's broken. Why the fuck didn't they take her to the hospital first? If you it, would think it, that that would they would question her at the hospital. You would think. Yes. I don't think they knew the extent of her injuries, and she was probably so hyped up on adrenaline and everything that she probably wasn't showing signs of it yet either. So I think that first they sent because when you hear on the police call, they're talking about she's going through what's happening, and she says she was almost raped, and then the cops, like the lady, the dispatcher, doesn't hear that the guy's dead until like halfway through the phone call. She's like, oh. And her, the whole demeanor changes, and then all of a sudden they could see cops coming down the road. So it's like, I think that played an element, too. I don't think they quite knew what was going on. They didn't know how bad she was hurt. He's right. Like, she goes from 
okay, what happened? Yeah, she's yeah, like, uh, did you hurt know. him? Were you able to do anything to him? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, somebody died. Yeah. And she's like, somebody's dead? Oh, yeah, shit. she was like, where is the guy? And he's like, he's on my kitchen floor. He's like, oh, okay. But you're saying she was just like really nonchalant about the, yeah. like, you were almost raped? Well, it's, yeah, it's like you were reporting, okay. it because there's not a lot you can do if a guy just disappears. It's also the middle of the day, and it's in a crack-ass neighborhood, so it's like they're probably not putting it on a high priority until there's a body there. So Like, we would love to help, but there's someone loitering at a 7-Eleven. Exactly. And I was like, but the pizza's <laughs> ready, like, right now, and <laughs> I haven't eaten today, so... So we got her in the interrogation room. She's pleading her story, telling yeah. her, you know, I'm a sex worker, telling her everything that she knows. And you can watch all that stuff on YouTube, too, and it's hard to watch because you feel bad for her because you can tell she's afraid not just of what happened but also of the cops. Well, the cops, the investigators, they want to know who the fuck is Neil Falls. Mm-hmm. He is not somebody that is easily traceable. Neil hmm. Falls, he was born September 24th, 1969 in Eugene, Oregon. Oh, this is an older gentleman. Then. Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. 45 when he died. So okay. 45 when he takes the bullet to the brain. He grew up poor. He had nine brothers and sisters. I mean, he was obsessed with anything military, anything weapons. He collected gun and and like army mem- memorabilia. So he got a couple screws loose. He voted for Trump. Yeah. He sounds like a normal kid in Eugene, Oregon, Oregon that time anyway, probably. Minus the, the nine children and the abusive father, but that might be normal too. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that age collect guns and stuff like that, though. I mean, we see that every day. Yeah. They're, they're normal. I mean, I know? collected swords when I was a kid, and I've yet to yeah. kill a person, you know? Those who know him would say that he's odd, made most of his living with like low-skilled labor jobs, and eventually retaking the role of a security guard. They said at that point when he was doing this, like fresh out of high school, he's doing, they call it, they just kept saying low-skilled jobs. I assume it's like landscaping and shit like that. People didn't have anything bad to say about him. He wasn't like giving a bad taste in anybody's mouth yet, but that kind of changes quickly. I hate how they call jobs that, like low-skilled jobs. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shitty thing to it say. It is very it's, shitty. It's super shitty. Not to mention, if you've ever done landscaping... Yeah, it's fucking hard. Uh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, fucking hard, it, man. Uh, it takes... The skill is your constitution. Yeah. And right. it also, to do certain parts of it, it does take skill to do it well. And yeah. honestly, if you run your own business like that, you can yeah. make a shit ton of money yeah. doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's true. There's money to be made. Yeah. Not the guy pushing the lawnmower, though. Uh, Neil... Into adulthood and trending into his life, he seemed to have this weird trend where he'd get a job. And usually, uh, after a while, it was security guard. He'd be a security guard here, there. He would get fired and, or leave it for some one reason or another and just pick everything up and start over hundreds of miles away. <laughs> yeah. He, so he was like, I guess a hobo is the best term I have for it because Neil did a lot of moving around. He lived in a lot of states. And like he said, you put down roots for a few years, work a job, get fired, and leave the whole zip code. Just leave. I don't know why. That's a weird mentality. So he's just been all over. Oh, yeah. yeah. All over the Midwest, unfortunately. First instinct, this is not the first time? No, he has picked up a job and moved. Picked up yeah, a job and moved. Okay. So he's born in Oregon, but he gets this security job finally. Where's where's he first land? So, well, I don't know much about where he first lands. I just, just know that he's moving a lot, a lot of different jobs. Notably, we he'll find him in Henderson, Nevada, mm-hmm. where he works at the Hoover Dam. He's a security guard there. On the Arizona side, uh, according to a source, they said they put him over there because there's less people for him to, to see him because he had no teeth. He was kind of ugly and had a weird dis- Oh, okay. Wait. I thought he was a normal guy. He doesn't have hair or so teeth. This is where the oh, story he changes. Hair. He doesn't have teeth. This is where the oh. story changes because like we got low-skill wage version of Neil. Everybody says he's, he's okay. He's fine. Whatever. Now he's at the Hoover Dam here in 2000, 2000, I think, around that area. Nobody likes him. He has had all his teeth removed and now wears dentures, but he only wears the top row, so he smiles funny. 
and he just weird guy making everybody uncomfortable. They, a lot of people referred to him as calling him a sociopath. They didn't know why. They were like, just something about him, something about his eyes, so something about him. Probably drugs then. I don't he's, that's pretty think young. So. By I, then. You I don't know, think so because there's not a real. Yeah, it's, it's hard to know because you know, unless if you do, they probably did do a toxicology report on him on, on his autopsy. Yeah, but there's no mention of it there. But he's, he doesn't get caught up with police over thing. Oh, oh, I think first he, thing he does is traffic violations. Yeah, or just being that young and not having any teeth. I think he might have just had bad teeth like some, bad genes yeah. and some people do like my grandpa did and he pulled all his teeth out he was real excited about it but yeah, some people have genetically bad teeth like yeah. just it can happen I, so he just went from Oregon to Nevada secu- everyone liked him in Oregon now he gets to Nevada and everyone's like no he's a sociopath yeah and they just talk he just makes people uncomfortable and he just something well, about him well he, he's constantly sexually harassing people that might be part of it that that could be <laughs> what a little dick touch that's yeah. a problem now yeah, no no teeth and sexually harassing people at the Grand Canyon well he has <laughs> the, right, the Hoover Dam rather He's got the top <laughs> row that he wears, and my grandpa used to do it, and he would like suck them in and out. Like, and that's oh, what I pictured no. Neil doing a lot. No. And maybe people don't that, like that. That, that noise. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that a lot of that. Yeah. So one of my sources, uh, it's actually Sword and Scales interview that or, that they did with somebody that was worked with Neil, mm-hmm. uh, would say that they get lunch every once in a while, and he would just talk about weapons. He would talk about military survival tactics. He would just, if it wasn't that, <laughs> it was it was prostitutes. So. He yeah, had that's a, two hobbies. That's a weird conversation. I'm trying to have. A, I'm trying to enjoy my sub here. Duality of man. <laughs> exactly. All you talking about is World War II and hookers. Eventually, he'll get fired from this position at the Hoover Dam for Can, sexual harassment. Oh, trial. I was gonna make him guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I would have thought he gummed somebody. <laughs> but before yeah. he got fired, it, it, he was a. Uh, he got disciplined for abusing animals. Yeah, which was weird. He was like out in the desert at the dam throwing rocks at rats, and he just watch him suffer. It was a weird thing that I, I don't know. I don't know how true this is. Right? It was documented in his HR report. So, but and there was one report that he he would uh, try to get deer to like befriend him to like to trust him. That was the story he used to tell, and he would stick him in the neck with a knife when they got close. Jesus, this Christ. was one guy said that there was a story he used to tell. It was like one of Neil's stories he was proud of that he had spent the time to get this deer comfortable around him by like just spending time in its area and then letting it getting it close enough to eat out of his hand so that he could stab it in the neck. What? It was like one of the stories he was proud of. Is it? Did it ever happen? No, but is it fucking even weirder if it didn't? Okay, know. yes, sociopath behavior. Yeah, you see sure. why they said that, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. If this is a story, they were like, oh, Neil, telling the deal story again. I want to know why people in Oregon was like, he was a nice guy. Was he telling you guys this stuff? Or what what's they, happening in Oregon? What are they like in, in Oregon? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> and what do they talk about? All happening? we talk about is war and whores. Right. <laughs> That's what America's built on. <laughs> Well, before he moved to Charleston, West Virginia, where Heather is at, he actually moved back to Oregon again. Great. And here he worked as security for a hotel until, again, he got fired for sending threatening texts to a guest who happened to be a sex worker at that hotel. So not as popular the second time back in Oregon. <laughs> so he just likes abusing... He's misogynistic yeah. as fuck. There's definitely a trend here. He, he, yeah. he, likes, he, he likes prostitutes, and yeah. obviously he's not very nice to them. He's got a problem with women. That seems to be, comes across a lot. He lived in his car while he was in West Virginia. So the first weeks there, he's just driving around, doesn't really have a destination. You can actually find uh, a body cam footage from a police officer who pulled him over just 10 days before Heather killed him. Yeah, that was in Texas, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. So he was down in Texas 10 days before. The cop pulls him over. It's so, such a weird video because the cop's like, so where are you headed? He's like, well, I don't really know. And he's like, so what? You live in your car? He's like, well, until I reach West Virginia. And the cops, oh, all right, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, where are you going? I don't know. I don't know. West Virginia. <laughs> I guess. He's like, well, you're in fucking Texas. Did you just <laughs> make this up right now? <laughs> I like to think that's how he ended up in West Virginia. <laughs> you just named the first state that came to your mind. That's where you're going. He's like, I guess I got to go there now, just in case the cops start following me. 
Better murder a girl so they know I'm there. So the trend in this piece of shit's life was interactions with sex workers, being mean to them, guns, getting fired, picking up his life, and starting over. And he pretty much did that since the 90s. He's been all over the country. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. He's seen something kind of kind of start to cook up here. So it sounds like this might not be the first time he's done this to a woman. Well, and that's he's what, like, I gotta go. This is why Neil <laughs> is really interesting, because he's either a very prolific serial killer that we don't know a lot about, or he has zero body count and died on his first one. That's kind of where we're at with Neil. So not every day does a survivor get the opportunity to kill their own assaulter in self-defense. No less. This mm-hmm. this was highly unusual for investigators. Immediately, they took Heather in for questioning. Despite her broken back and dislocated shoulder, it did not take long for them to clear Heather for justifiable homicide. Yeah. Especially after they looked into that motherfucker Subaru. It was crazy. Oh, no. What's in the Subaru? Oh, my, my guy had a full-on kill kit, but like a, he was ready. Inside the car, they'll find axes, a shovel, a sledgehammer, a bulletproof vest. And when they say axes, there's a big axe, like a wood axe, and then a very little bitty, like, medieval axe, like a hand axe. So you might might have planned on chopping her up type of situation. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, He had a lot of cleaning supplies, um, a large amount of bleach, knives, a machete, another gun, and a very large tub with a lid, large enough to maybe fit a body in. One of those big gray totes that everybody has. It's just like that. Everything you would need to dismember or move a body. And she I will say this. Subaru has a lot of space in that it, hatchback. It does. This the, is an odd Subaru placement, but that yeah. actually brings us to our sponsor. For this. <laughs> yeah. So Subaru, get out there. As dark as that is, good for you, Subaru. <laughs> Subaru, move a body. Exactly. <laughs> Subaru. Comfortably. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, you can move everything comfortably. There's plenty of space with that extra, that extra hatchback, man. Not only did we have all the weird serial killer shit kill kit in his car, we also have in his pockets four sets of handcuffs and a small yellow note with the name of five other sex workers with their information and locations on it. Which was really weird, too, because it was like one of those sticky notes. Oh, so he he'd like taken a sticky note and then folded it up and put it in his pocket. It was already weird to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, was it? That's just a weird thing to do to me, especially because he has a phone. He could have put these on. So he just put it on a yellow post-it note. <laughs> No, he had a track phone. He had a track phone. He, he could put the that. contact info in there because that's all it was was a name and a number. So he does have the newly registered track phone. Um, and I'm still thinking like you can have a fucking track phone and still get on the internet. But yep. no, it was a flip phone. Yeah, And you can because I remember I used to get on the internet on my Metro phone. They said you had the internet. You did not have the internet. No, no, no. Guys, he was basically homeless in his car. In the mountains of West Virginia. <laughs> How was he getting access to Backpage? You know, FBI. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He must have stopped somewhere, right? Well, library. The fucking library, where every goddamn psychopath, sociopath, fucking asshole (laughs) goes to find information to kill somebody. See how Shane feels about the library. He's like, fuck reading. (laughs) Fuck books. What, you can read for free? For free? Tear them down. (laughs) He's like, spending tax money on books? Gotta build that wall around every library. Fuck a community resource. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, wow. Uh, So the names that are on this list, are they all in West Virginia? Are they all over the place? Four of them were in West Virginia. One of them's in San Diego. All still alive. All still alive. Yes. Okay, because my thought on this is, this man, you said, oh, he was prepared. Uh, I don't know if he's done this before, because that was very sloppy. But also... Because we look yeah. at other comparisons of, like, say, a BTK. He was sloppy all the way up to his last one. So it's like, it, there could be, I don't know, when that passion outweighs your ability kind of thing, I don't know. I mean, uh, besides surveillance cameras, if they can catch him going into that driveway, there's really nothing to trace him. So say say that it went the other way. Say that he kills Heather. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, he's going to get caught because the friends are coming back. There's no way around that. because he's, he's Unless planning he just on... takes her. 
That maybe, would have been the only way. And so when he's dragging her out and he doesn't just all right kill her, mm-hmm. maybe he does want to kidnap her. Maybe he does want to get her in the all car. That's what I somewhere. think. Otherwise, all he would have shot her. Handcuffs, though, is like the weird part. What? Because that's also because, you know, you got four limbs. That's true. He has everything he needs to make a it, woman's life a fucking nightmare yeah. for a long time. And if you look at, because you can look at, see the pictures of the stuff they found in the trunk, and it's it definitely looks like he's built to dismember and bury. Everything there was built for that and to clean up the scene. It was, he had everything there, and that's what it makes it feel like it had been done before because none of the shit looked new. The intention was there. So yeah. the, the, the weird thing is he said, I'm either going to get arrested for murder or rape, rape or murder. It's, I, I think it was... I think murder was on the table no matter what. Oh, yeah. I think she was dead no matter what. Because she yeah. talks about feeling that, seeing something in his eyes to where she knew that he said life or death kind of, but he didn't mean it. Yeah. it was, she was going to die if he subdued her. If he if she complied, she was dead. Uh, FBI and police have worked together with other agencies to figure out who the fuck is Neil Falls. And mm-hmm. that's where we get all this information you see here. Brian, on, on the way over, he told me that he saw his number was connected to a Facebook page. Yeah, BJ Ross. So he had an uh, this fake, Facebook page where he posts as a single mother and he would post about like stuff about his kids, the, tr- the the struggles of having kids and raising them on your own. Then he posted this really graphic Barbie thing where it was like a Barbie that was dismembering other Barbies. It was weird. And it was weird that he had that page at all. But it was just like it was a weird mouthpiece for him to be this 45-year-old white guy and, and to commiserate with single white mothers. So he might have had some mommy issues. I think he definitely did. Well, well, he could also be using that to like get on Facebook and, and get into pages or get into mom groups and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get into mom groups. Yeah. Let's let's meet up. Let's do that. And then because uh, it maybe that was a weird fantasy in his head. But when you when you read through it, it was just it was it was really weird to get that. You know, could you imagine you're like in a mom like a, a mommy group and you get there and you're like, oh, let's let's meet somewhere and like, oh yeah, and then this guy gets out who doesn't have teeth and is wearing super tight black clothing. Well, I mean, who getting understands out of a Subaru? Getting out of a gold Subaru. Who understands the plight of a single mother more than a 45 year old white man? Let's I just be don't. honest. So let's be honest. So true. <laughs> like that vehicle sticks out so much. A gold Subaru. It did. It's not subtle because and also yeah. Subarus. No, nobody drives a Subaru. So you're already. I'm picking you out of the crowd. You should have got an Impala. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> it didn't take long. <laughs> We're watching you. <laughs> after after the police and all these agencies, they the authorities, they see these trends and they they kind of follow his footsteps as best as they could. They noticed that wherever he lived or near where he lived, there were sex workers that are missing or murdered. Could be a coincidence, but it's weird. Could be a coincidence. It's, it's pretty. The question is, and it's on everybody's mind right now. I can see my two unbiased hosts over here. Was he a serial killer? Well, was he? Could have been. Or at least a serial rapist. Well, due to lack of evidence, and even now, eight years later, even now with DNA advancements we have and technology, mm-hmm. we still cannot hard pin him on any missing woman or murder. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true, because it's very circumstantial. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence. He's been tied to, you know, are you familiar with the I-70 killer? That mm-hmm. guy that was working around the mid-90s? He's been tied to a lot of that. And if you look at the sketch, there was one time where they caught, some guy walked in on the, who they think was the I-70 killer, killing two women at like a, some bridal shop. And he walked in and walked right back out, and they got a composite sketch of the guy. And if you put it up next to a picture of Neil when he was in his 20s, it looks pretty close. The rabbit holes get deep. Yeah. Um, I'd see some some internet sleuths, you know, pinning him to about like, up to 30. He could have 50. He could, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and and I guess if you look for it, you can find it. But if I had to pick a number, I would say a possible nine across three states. That's mm-hmm. what makes the sense most sense to me. Just the moving around is kind of that's what makes him so hard to track, though, because it's like he was in the area. Like I think there's like six or seven different states where that's actively where he was at the time frame where people went missing. But it's trying to match it to where he was specifically, what he was doing specifically, and his mo. Because and he also he's off the grid a lot, right? Especially if he's using a library. That's like yeah, he's using a burner phone and living out of his car so it's really no way unless once we the only way we track him is through his employment really that's all it is yeah one way or another he's he's up to no good that that yeah. lifestyle is not uh complimentary to like a sane mental health no well because right before he does this in west virginia his mother had passed away and so they were they thinking maybe that was a trigger his mom had passed away and he had been seeing a woman and she had he had just recently found out that she was married and so they were saying maybe that was a trigger that set him off, but also not really, because if he's also had killed other women in other states, then maybe this is why this time. I know the FBI, they try to, they they think that this guy has to have like a place, like some sort of like hiding place, or he's got to have trophies. Like he, that's the profile he fits. Mm-hmm. He's got to have a home base somewhere. They just don't know where. And they suspect because dog hair that they find inside the vehicle, he probably has a dog waiting for him too. Because I heard about that dog from when he was renting an apartment in Nevada. That the, the woman that was renting to him didn't like the way he was raising the dog because he would keep it in the car and was like training it and would never bring it in the house. She just left it in the car and would take it out and train it and put it back in the car. It was weird as fuck. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So the dog was somewhere. Where's the dog? Nobody knows. I didn't even think about the dog. Where's that dog? Where's Fancy? Fancy home? Harley still chasing Fancy. Yeah, yeah. I, I did read in one of Heather's I, I watched every interview Heather did. Um she did stay in one of her interviews that that night, five thirty in the morning, she was still looking for Fancy. But he eventually, she eventually came home. Okay. okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Thanks one happy ending. You did fancy shit rake, save the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just uh, to note the just to touch on it just a little bit. There's three missing murdered women in Nevada who were dismembered and it kind of meets his like kill kid MO type thing. I feel like it fit him because they were all they kind of looked like the girl he tried to kill too in West Virginia. And then they were all dismembered, which kind of with all he had two kinds of axes. That makes me think he dismembers. So yeah. if this asshole is a the serial killer, stuff too. Yeah. It makes yeah. me feel like he's used to cleaning up a messy scene. Those three make sense because he lived in the area, mm-hmm. and they're prostitutes. Yeah, you all ha- three of them are prostitutes. Yes. Too. I mean, ob- yeah. obviously that's a dangerous gig. Yeah, like in Vegas you're, too. Yeah, so. anywhere you're, yeah. you know, you're running the risk every day of for sure dying. But that seems to be his mo on top. Especially of it, so. when it's everywhere he goes. When they find things like this, because there's another four or is it five or six in Ohio? It's the Chillicotti Six, um, which are. All of them prostitutes. One mother will say that her daughter, one of the six, was not a prostitute mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of quit putting her in this bunch, right? But these six women, also prostitutes, come up missing or, or murdered in horrendous ways. Yeah. He lived just a few hours from there. Because that one was weird. Those women, they weren't dismembered. I think they, they appeared in the river. But what was weird about that is after he died, there were no more disappearance in that town. So... Right. That's interesting to know. Mm. Yeah. That's very interesting. So some of it could be related because these are also like heavily impacted areas by like drugs and addiction. Anywhere there's escorts, there's a lot of drugs usually too. So it's like there is a it's a high violent area, high crime rate area. But it is kind of coincidental that no more women are showing up in the river after he dies. You know what? I'm I'm sorry to all the families out there and the victims. And I know this is very real for you. I mean, this is the last ten years, and you're still living this stuff. I mean, no disrespect to them. I'm sorry we make entertainment out of the true crime space. No, we only mean disrespect to Neil Falls. Yeah. 
Yeah, fuck Neil Falls. That's about it. He got what he deserved. Whether he Absolutely. did it, whether he did it nine times or attempted it once, he got what he deserved. Amen. Yeah, fuck him. Um, and thank God for Heather Saul. She could have saved lives. We don't. Yeah. We don't know. No, uh, she at least saved her own life for sure. And who knows how many other, and how many she may have avenged. So, what is she up to today? Do you know? I I, I did find her Facebook. I know oh, wow. that she, because she did a lot, so um, I think she was in a position where if she can get any kind of money, and I would do the same fucking thing, mm-hmm. too. She told her story. She has a really fucking good story. Yeah. They yeah. need, they need the sure. book. Do it. Why not? But I do know that, I mean, if you look at Heather as a person and what I could gather, she worked every job. She's a waitress. She managed a restaurant. She She needed money, and she would work where she could work. And the whole sex work thing, I mean, it is a respectable profession, don't get me wrong. But I don't think she was proud doing it. I think mm-hmm. she was doing what she had to do, and she was in that situation. To get by, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking about that. You're talking about the people, uh, the girls they found in the river. What if he was doing it everywhere and just changing the way he disposed of the body, bodies to keep they, people off of him? It could be, because that's that's the thing. That's the reason why the list, They I think they have him. He honestly killed zero people that we know of for fact, but they say right. up to 30, because there's, there's so many circumstantial places where you could fit him in there. Well, they look for patterns, yeah. right? And if you're constantly changing your pattern... Exactly. It's but Neil really is also him. not... He didn't seem like the smartest guy, so I'm not really sure how up on all that he was. So it it may have been just he was just killing, because killers also evolve over time, too. So maybe yeah. in the beginning he was doing different things, and then he changed it because it was easier. So Cody, we can make you a Reddit account. I mean, the yeah. rabbit holes get deep, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> Don't do that. You got a kid on the no. way. No. So, like I said, uh, I hope the best health for Heather. Thank you for that story. I'm glad you survived, and I I like to think that you saved a lot of other people. But other than that, what do you guys think? Do you think he's a serial killer? Do you think that, that she killed a serial killer? Do you Are you on the fence with it? It fits. Yeah. It fits just with how much he moved around and how he had all these like oddball jobs, and I don't know. It it's just, you're, I completely agree with you because there's something about his transitory lifestyle, which in and of itself isn't guilty or doesn't make you bad, but it's all the... All the the weapons in the the trunk just carting that around the country for what? Yeah, and it, it like you said, it it sounded like there weren't like brand new mm-hmm. equipment. It was used and yeah, it all looked old in the pictures. It didn't look like any new stuff. Yeah, it, it even if it doesn't matter if he did or not, there's no evidence. But either way, if he did it, like I said, if he did it a bunch of times, thirty mm-hmm. times, or once, or tried to do it once. He got what he deserved either way. She didn't whether she killed a serial killer or just killed a really bad person. It's all the same either way. Cleaning up the trash with the shit rake. Yep, the shit, shit rake is the rake real hero. Heather in the, the shit day. rake, man. Fuck yeah. Fancy saved the day. Fancy almost got Heather killed. <laughs> but <laughs> almost a, got her killed and fancy, also saved I, the day. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, Fancy's a bad away. dog. Yeah. <laughs> but Fancy also. Saved her because she would never got fancy, and we don't know she wouldn't have a poop rake unless she already had a poop rake, and that made her decide to get a dog. Fair. So she had this rake, and And who knows? Maybe Harley would have got shot. We don't want that. This story starts and ends with Neil Falls. You guys, there's there's nothing much out there other than what we've told you. I mean, it's been eight years now since it happened, and I don't, you know, authorities will conceal information. Just Mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, it sounds like there's evidence photos. So if you guys want to check that out, oh yeah, you can. You definitely, you can see pictures of him. You can watch footage of him getting pulled over. What you can see is the picture of him dead, which is very satisfying. Yes, and his kill kit. What got me was, okay, if he's done this plenty of times, unless he gets rid of every, all the evidence every time he kills somebody, wouldn't there be DNA on that shit? I mean, unless he, he's just Cleans that, it very well. yeah, that good at it. If he's been doing it long enough, I don't know. Because no, like, maybe he soaks it all in a bleach bath in that big fucking bin. 
Fuck you, Neil Falls. Yeah. I'm glad you're dead. So <laughs> rest in piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get him, Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Look how amused she is with herself about that joke. Look how hard she's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and that's your Hatch and Bar. And that's hey. your Hatch and Bar.